Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Spark Your Vision, where we invite business leaders from various industries to share with us their experience and insights, trending topics that's currently shaping the business world. So before we begin, let me introduce the team. My name is Chen, and I will be the host for today's show, along with two talented co-hosts, Alice and Johnson. Uh, please say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice. Hi, everyone. I'm Johnson. Without further ado, let me introduce our special guest today, Catherine Huang, the director of the general management division at Victor Taizong. Victor Taizong is one of the leading machine tool builder companies in the world. And unlike many companies that just assemble machines, Victor Taizong has its own foundry, allows it to build machines from ground up using its own casting and spindles. So, Catherine, please introduce yourself and also a brief elevator introduction of your company. Hello, everyone. I'm Catherine from Victor Taizong. It's a pleasure to be invited to this podcast. I'll have a brief introduction about my company. Basically, we do machinery tools and plastic injection machines. And from like a standardized machines to like a total solutions nowadays. Yeah. Thank you, Catherine. I mean, you and I we have some common backgrounds. I guess you and I studied abroad. You obviously on the other side of the pond in UK, and I was in the in the United States. And I believe we both major in the same department, right? Yeah.、Uh, we all, we both study economics when we were in college. Also, at the same time, we both have some corporate experience prior to our current experiences. So. Instead of diving into business aspect of it, let's warm things up a little bit. You know, on a lighter side, as we all know, you're a third generation business leader in a family business, with a non technical background plus a female in a very male oriented industry. Instead of the disadvantages that usually people ask you about, what I actually want to learn about is. How has your unique background hopefully will be advantageous in terms of taking Victor Taizong forward in the future? I think there are three advantage I want to share about, and the first one is we don't really have many female staff in our <laughs>、uh, factories, so probably less than twenty、uh, percent. And people usually see it as a disadvantage, but I do see it as an advantage because、um, when you try to ask people like some questions. They are actually more friendly to you, and then the second one are the things you do good. Then they think, well, of course, you have to do it in this way. But when you do things not as good as they expected, then they will have some, you know, gossip around and that kind of stuff. So you have to be really self-disciplined. So I think that's advantage in a way. Yes. Yeah. And then the third one is you actually get a lot of resources. But of course, that you have to use these resources like in a good way. If you do so, then. That really helps, like in your business. No, no, no. Yeah, you're totally right. Especially, like I said, in such a male-oriented industry, and plus your non-technical background, right? I think those are all very complementary、mm-hmm. to the existing workforce. And so, having you joining the company is like a breath of fresh air to some extent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, as we all know, these、uh, past two or three years, due to the pandemic, all the businesses around the world has essentially been affected. To some extent, the business process has changed forever. And Winston Churchill once said in 1940s, towards the you know the end of World War II, right? So, never let a good crisis go to waste. I would definitely call this pandemic a huge crisis, right? And then, plus, furthermore, it's probably a black swan. Hopefully, it doesn't happen again in our lifetime. But、um, how has Victor Taizong coped with the pandemic? And then, furthermore, 
how has it hopefully in the new normal thrive going forward? From my point of view, um, I think the pandemic, it's actually, of course, it's a bad thing for like the, the whole world. But then for the business world, maybe it's a good thing to speed up all the uh, digital transformation. For our website, we actually do like a visual tool. Okay. Yeah, and also do a visual showroom. Okay. And this enables uh, all the foreign agents and customers to see our new factories and to see our products. And then the second thing is that if we do this platform, then the sales, when they go to customer sites, they can actually use this uh, platform to take order from the customers. Oh, directly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So usually you use like a lot of paperwork, but yeah. now you can actually uh, transfer orders from the iPad. And then I think most importantly is we need to collect all this data from this platform. For example, if we have the data for our spare parts, we can know like which particular spare parts is more easily to be damaged. Yeah. So it helps your op, you know, to optimize the inventory and yeah. the preparation process yeah. as well. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, because cash flow is very important. Yes. So that's what we have been trying to do. Wow. So it looks like you guys don't let a crisis go to waste. I mean, you guys really took advantage of to sort of upgrade yourself, not only to give the customers a virtual showcase or showroom, giving customers a different experience, right? Engaging with you guys virtually during the pandemic. And then furthermore, integrating with the data, right? So you guys are not only, you know, the manual process, but now it's very data driven. So Prior to Victor Taizong, I know you were actually with Mercedes-Benz, right? And you were actually specializing in marketing. And so how has that experience, to some extent, uh, helped you with some of the efforts in Victor Taizong right now? And then furthermore, in terms of the digital marketing, like what role does it play in the new normal? When I first went back to the company, it was about uh, 12 years ago. I spent a lot of time on marketing and branding. And then we didn't have Facebook, yeah. so we actually created a Facebook. And then a couple of years ago, I heard that the young people, they don't use Facebook anymore. <laughs> they use IG, right? <laughs> so we have IG. Okay. And then, of course, linking as well. Okay. And then about two years ago, we started to do this brand re-engineering project. Yeah, and we tried to look for the difference between the concept of our brand positionings. So in order to find this difference, we spend a lot of time on this project. And then uh, we also have this new corporate film. The idea is based on the Disney's Toy Story. So all the machines are being personified. Yeah, so it's actually quite interesting. And just to share with you, I was actually <laughs> watching this last night and my two kids were actually next to me. <laughs> okay. And they actually enjoyed the film because, like I said, the, you had really interesting characters' names as well as the voiceover. So I think that was very, very creative on uh -huh, your end. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we have this very famous YouTuber called I Am Serious. Okay. I don't know any of you heard of them. Torrent uh, and Sonian. Okay. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he is actually quite uh, famous within our industry. Okay. Actually, it was like um, much more popular than we expected. Okay. Because it was released um, last March. Yeah. And since then, we have more than 1.7 million viewers. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. That's very good. Very good. Very <laughs> so good. I think that's like a different way uh, to do different um, marketing strategies during the pandemic. And I think uh, your experience from Mercedes-Benz really contributed that. A lot of businesses don't focus or don't prioritize on marketing. But I think on your end, you know, for example, that Toy Story video, you know, the YouTuber, I think you really try to, to some extent, tell that story to not only to your customers, but also to the end user as well. So I think that's really, really good. 
Okay. So, I mean, one of the trending topics nowadays uh, in the business world is really about, you know, ESG, social impact, social responsibility, and so forth. And in terms of ESG itself, let me have Alice share some statistics with our audience. Yeah, Alice, please. The expert believes that the importance of ESG will only increase in the future. So according to KPMG's 2022's report, sustainability is that about 96% of the world's top 250 companies are reporting sustainability and ESG matters. And also according to the United Nations that for manufacturing, about like, the supply chain contains 90% of the environmental impact. So that represents critical risk to the ESG agenda. And then we also understand that Victor Taichung has already transferred your factories and working environment into more environmentally friendly. So we want to know how did you guys start this initiative or implement the concept of ESG? I think 2013 is actually a turning point for us because uh, at that year, we were quite lucky to get the land within the Taichung City Procedural Machinery Innovation Technical Park. So we, we have, um, for the green parts, I can share some of the things we have done in our factories. We have uh, solar energy on the roof. Another thing we do is the rainwater recycling. And then we have the Eco Region Park. And we also use a lot of LED uh, light bulbs, okay. smart lighting system, safe electricity. So, so far, we calculated we have saved around 15% of the electricity. Mm-hmm. And we have this um, ice storage air conditioning system as well. Mm. Yeah, so I think this is quite rare to hear. And we also have um, these two uh, underground pipes, which is um, it's called the induced draft system. It's actually, it can do the exchange of cold air and hot air. And we also have low E glass within our building. This is to reduce temperature of the inner space. Okay. And for the pallets, we used to use the wooden ones. Yeah, that's the, the traditional ones. Yeah, right? the yeah. traditional ones. But for the wooden ones, when it gets wasted, you have to burn it. You get a lot of pollution. Yep. So now we use the aluminum-plated zinc iron material. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's so, reusable. Yeah, reusable. And it's more like uh, environmental friendly as well. So it's currently already in uh-huh. in progress. Okay, yes, wow. Yes, yes. wow. Very futuristic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Johnson, yeah, you have some statistics as well, right? Yeah, you want to share with uh, Catherine? Yeah. yeah, another big question, zero carbon transformation. And recently, European Union governments have started to aim to reach carbon neutral by 2050 with a carbon border tax. The machine adds a pollution price on certain imports to EU and will definitely undermine the competitors from other countries. Does this policy have any impact on your business strategy or decision planning? And what is Victor Taichung's approach to zero carbon transformation? So far, we actually haven't really got any um, requests from the customers. We don't really have any legal ones. Okay. Yeah, so actually... That's a good thing, right? It's a good thing, thing, yeah. But (laughs) but we believe that maybe within one or two years, I think all the customers will be starting to uh, asking for all this. What we have been doing from last year, we joined this uh, so-called Zero Carbon University. Oh, yeah. wow. It's kind of like a platform. The concept is that they gather a couple of the companies from all over Taiwan. They have um, some of the uh, professional mentors. Yep. And then they have some classes for us. And then 
They give us some consulting help, so that we know like how to do these kind of things. And also, we set up this um, ESG committee internally. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think this is quite important. From last year, we actually take this project very seriously, and also we have this uh, internal event. It's called the Environmental Fighter. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and this event、Fighter. is basically we want everyone to have a chance to provide any suggestions which can reduce carbon. And then, if they give really good proposals, and then it's accepted by us, then we can give them bonus. Okay. And then also, our goal is actually to reduce five percent of the carbon emission each year.、Yeah. In the near future, we hope to create this、um, energy cloud, so all the data can be shown on the cloud. So you sort of let everyone be a part of this process. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. that's wonderful. I think,、uh, especially not only are you, even though, like you said, legally. You're not required to do it now, but you are proactively planning for it already, right? Yeah, so whereas yeah. a lot of times in the traditional industries, people are reacting, whereas you guys are planning and then looking forward to what's about to happen. You know, forward looking. So that is、mm-hmm. great. So as we know, after、uh, Taizong was founded in 1954, in fact, next year, 2024, will be 70th anniversary. Yeah.、Uh, congratulations. You know, not many companies can say that they've been <laughs> around for that long. Just to share with us or share with the audience some tidbits. I mean, any special activities planned for this seventieth、uh, anniversary? We will have some special events this year. Okay.、Yeah. For example, in Tintos in March, all our foreign customers and agents, some of them will come back to Taiwan. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. Okay. and this is probably the first time after the pandemic. Yeah. So they haven't been back to Taiwan for probably more than three years. Okay. So they have to make sure that they come to Taiwan this time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then we also have this very special event. It's called "Customers Return to Their Mother's Home." <laughs> Basically, the idea is from my granddad because he always tells us that、uh, to sell a machine is like to marry off a daughter.、Oh. Okay,、yeah. that's a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so then, when your daughter is married to the daughter's husband's house, they have to have more kids, right? Yeah. So in terms of machines, you have to help your customers to make money. Yeah. So that's basically the concept. Okay. Okay,、yeah. so it's like a big family gathering, you、yeah. know, and not only with the customers as well as the employees, as well as even these different partners that you work with globally. So it looks like in twenty twenty three will be a critical year for many of the businesses. Obviously, now borders are opening up, and in fact, many businesses are starting to consider once again the traditional face to face business activities. Right. So one of the more important activities, usually for a lot of our machine industry, is the exhibition trade shows. And in fact,、uh, to kick things off in the new year, Timtoes will be one of the key events that Victor Taizong will be participating in March. So, are you doing anything in terms of pre-event to sort of promote this or get ready for this event? I think we will do some online promotions for、okay. the Timtoes. Okay. And then already invited all our foreign agents and customers to come, so they、okay. already know this information. Okay. And then. In terms of the products, or as well as technology that will be exhibited at the event, any sneak peek that you can share with us that will be showcased, highlighted at the event at Timtoes? This year, we still focus on the smart bit, the、okay. smart manufacturers. But of course, as smarter, <laughs> smarter, <Yeah> . yes, <laughs> smartest, <laughs> smartest, smartest, yeah. <laughs> And then for the green bit, we will have something greener. So in terms of the smart bit, we have this automation with the robot applications. 
of course, some new equipment people haven't seen before. And we have the multitasking 5x6 machines as well. And for the greener part, we have the energy saving, carbon reduction, and ESG APPs on our Victor Small Box. So from all those highlights, definitely, if you are going to be at Timto's, make sure to drop by Victor Taizong's uh, booth because it is almost a glimpse to the future of machinery industry. And um, the event organizer, obviously, Tim Toes, is ex- expecting to have a lot more international buyers this year. Is there a short invitation message you would like to share to welcome, aside from your own buyers, I mean, even new buyers, to your booth? And then do you know your booth number? Maybe you can share yeah, that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing. Our yeah. booth number is J0617. Okay. J0617. Definitely. So make sure to check out Tim Toe's event. The physical event will be from March 6th to March 11th at the Taipei Nangang exhibition. Like what Catherine is saying, make sure to drop by Victor Taizong's booth at J0617 and say hi, right? Okay. So Kath, once again, thanks for coming on the show today. We all learned a lot about the company Victor Taizong and its future plans and some of the advancements and technologies, and not only in the ESG part, but also some of the upcoming products that will be showcased at the event. So furthermore, we also learned about how your unique background contributed to a lot of the sort of the transformation that has gone underwent these past 10 years or so. Definitely looking forward to more transformation down the road. So my last question to you is one of your models in life is don't give up so easily until you try hard enough. Make sure you'll never regret in life, right? To be honest, this is one of the things I live by too as well. Everything I do, I try to minimize regret. I think that's the ultimate way of living, right? So this way you won't always have to second thought yourself. But just to close out the session, is there anything you'd like to share? Something that if you had a chance to to redo, whether it be personal or business, it's fine. You would like to share with the audience. The thing in my lifetime that I regretted the most was that actually I was asked by my dad to go to Japan after I finished my master's degree. But then I didn't do that because I came back straight away to Taiwan to start my job in Taipei. Okay. But then if the time can go back, I think I should have done it. You should have yeah, done it. Yeah, I should have done it. because uh, Japan, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because um, Japanese is like uh, another language I always wanted to learn. But then I think if you don't have the environment, you can't really learn the language properly. Yeah. So even till now, I have like so many years of Japanese classes. I can't really speak any Japanese. But you know, it's never too late, right? Yeah, yeah. you know what they say, learning is a lifelong process. So yeah. there is always going to be another opportunity to sort of redo that process. Yeah, you know? yeah, but it's just like your memories gets worse when you get older. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. You know, we're, yeah, that's part of the process. Yeah. You know, that's what we have Google Translate for nowadays, right? So if you forget, you can always use Google Translate to sort yeah. of help you, you know, the ones where you, that you forget. Awesome. Once again, you know, thanks, Kath, for your time today. That's all for today. And thanks for listening. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast channel for more additional insights from business leaders across the world. And also do leave your comments and feedback in the in terms of the show. And then don't forget to give us a five-star rating. And you can always follow us on LinkedIn as well as Facebook for new episodes as well as even video teasers for the ones that we are just recording right now. So anyway, see you all again. And uh, thanks for your time. Thank you. Bye-bye.